Glad to have you. Bill Michaels show on a Monday. I wish, I wish we were talking about a happier Monday, to be perfectly honest with you. It was a, uh, it was, oh, I guess you could call it a calamity of errors that uh, cost the Green Bay Packers. Packers should be playing. They should be playing next week. They should be playing in Detroit for the NFC Championship. And they kind of let it go. We're going to get into all of that coming up today. I, I have listened to a lot of talk radio over the last 48 hours. Uh, I've watched a lot. It's almost like, um, you know, it's it's almost like painful to do it because it's it was right there. It was right there. All you had to do was take advantage of it. And in in big games, and we've talked about this before, in big games, you – when opportunities present themselves, you have to take advantage of the opportunities. And the same things that we saw throughout the season reared their ugly heads. Just like, I mean, just you can go back a couple of years ago when they faced San Francisco. And we kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, and then finally it cost them. Same thing. Same thing again coming into this game. And it's not just one thing. It's not just Anders Carlson. You know, we talk about it all season long. This is not a secondary that creates a lot of picks. They don't have hands. Savage dropped one. Keyshawn Nixon dropped one. I mean, the one that Savage dropped, it, 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 they, they threw it to him. All he had to do was catch it. Dropped it. Keyshawn Nixon dropped it. Anders Carlson sucks. This whole thing about, oh, let him go. His, his brother wasn't any good, and then he ended up getting good. I don't care. I don't care. In the moment, in the season, he sucks. The big leg, kicking it out of the end zone, sucks. Field goals, sucks. I, we, we talked about it a lot last week. You know what he is from 40 to 49 yards? He, has, he is four out of nine. He is below 50%. He sucks. And that was a draft choice. That's your six-round draft choice right there, man. They felt the need to draft that guy. That's the reason you never draft a kicker. You never draft a kicker, ever. Talked about it all season long. If he's got such a big leg, why don't you use it? If he's got such a big leg, why hasn't he put it out of the end zone? I mean, kicking in domes, he's two yards short. They knew he was a problem and ignored it. Again. Again, I put this on Matt LaFleur. That, that Anders Carlson is on Matt LaFleur, and that is on also Brian Gudikins. For everything else good that they've done, and they have, that's on them. That's on them. And the whole thing, Pac fan says, well, he's, told what he's, he's doing what he's told to do. My ass. It's because they realize he can't kick out of the end zone. He's, four, he's a four-yard deep guy, and they're returning it on him, so kick it short. The whole thing about big leg was a lie. It was a lie. He never had a big leg. Oh, he kicked a 56-yarder to open the season. That was great. Never saw it after that. They were afraid to use him. And then you've got Matt LaFleur going to the uh, – the uh, the pregame meetings with the media or with uh, the television crew saying that he prays every time Anders Carlson goes on the field. That's that's a joke. Um, 
You got Jordan Love throwing a pick to end the game again, just wailing it up for no reason. You got two timeouts, and it's a first down. I have no idea why he just threw that ball to throw that ball across his body, and it was a wobbling duck. That was a bad mistake. Uh, you got the inability to tackle, to bring down Christian McCaffrey in open space. Can't do that. You know, it's it's not one thing, okay? You can't blame it on one thing. Um, I can say the play calling at a certain point sucked. Why are you doing shotgun all the time and not giving the ball to Aaron Jones down the stretch? He's been your best playmaker all day. You needed to control the clock. You needed to create a drive. And instead, you go shotgun three and out. Every play, shotgun three and out. I just, I, I, was, I was beyond stunned. Again, this reminded me, it was very reminiscent of the reason the Packers got beat in 2014. You're in an NFC Championship game. You're, you're owning the game. You're driving the ball. And all of a sudden, Mike McCarthy, for whatever reason, took his foot off the gas. Goes three and out, turn the momentum back over. They go down and score, and all of a sudden, you're trailing, and now you're scrambling. I, I just, I, I don't get it. But, you know, history's doomed to repeat itself if you don't learn from it, I guess. So there was a lot there. There was a lot there. Um, you know, you get the Brandon Ayuk play, the big first down on the third and five, which is... You know, crazy um, that, the you know, again, we saw the Joe Barry defense, you know, down the stretch. And it's not all Joe Barry's fault because he was blitzing. He was he was coming after him. When he blitzed, they didn't get home. When he didn't blitz, they were going underneath. You know, they were running the ball. McCaffrey was chewing up yards. I mean, it's it wasn't all Joe Barry's fault, but it was the Joe Barry defense. And, again, backs against the wall and just give it up. You, you knew it was coming, right? We all knew it. You were, what we were all praying for was a turnover, that somebody fumbled a football. Or Brock Purdy, I, and here's the thing, Jordan Love outplayed Brock Purdy for three quarters, but in the biggest moments when they needed it the most, Brock Purdy outplayed Jordan Love. So the uh, season comes to an end, and now now you got to figure it all out. Is there a lot of, uh, a lot of holes? No, you need secondary. Uh, for as much stock as they have put in that defense, uh, there's no way you hang on to Joe Barry. There is a secondary depth that is needed or starters. They did have injuries, and I understand all of that. That goes along with it. But um, there are certain guys that you were looking to step up, and they didn't. Rashawn Gary had a couple of big plays in that game. He finally showed back up. I don't know what was going on with him down the stretch. Everybody was wondering what was happening. But, you know, it just, it, it, it was just, you kind of saw it coming, and we all, we all wanted to ignore it. And, it, you know, I, me too. Me too. But we all knew Anders Carlson was going was gonna to cost them at some point. You just kept hoping that they could just outscore teams and get on a roll, and that offense was going to continue to go up and down the field to where they weren't going to need a field goal. Because you knew when they needed a field When they said it was a 41-yarder, I went, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Man. I, I just, you, you knew it. And we were all watching it. We were all at the, at, the, uh, at the loophole bar up in Tomahawk, which, by the way, was an absolute blast. Uh, but we were all sitting there, and um, one of the guys, I, I had just gone up to the, to the table to start getting ready to do the show, and the, there was a guy next to me, and he said, what do you think? They're bringing out Carlson. I said, he's not going to make it. 
I said, look at the look at the look at the distance. He's terrible from forty to forty nine yards. He's terrible. Sure enough, whoosh, whoosh, gone. So anyway, that was it. The season comes to an end. And what makes you mad is they didn't beat you. You beat yourself. They didn't beat you. You beat yourself. So there was there was a lot. I mean, you know, the 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 spot on the fourth down, the fact that they lined up offsides, that wasn't called. There was some there was a face mask on Aaron Jones, that wasn't called. I mean, there was there was some officiating, you know, gaffes in that game. Uh, so much so that I actually tweeted out, like, NFL, come on, man, your bias is showing. I mean, this is ridiculous. And I don't really sit and blame the refs too much, but it was a, it was a, it was a, a mix of errors. Had any one of those things gone right, Packers win the game. Or at least you're still playing. Carlson makes the kick, you're still playing. Savage makes the pick six, you win the game. Keyshawn Nixon gets the pick, you win the game. They don't go down and score. You make the tackle on McCaffrey. Maybe you get the stop. Maybe they don't score. You're still up. You know, they get the first down. They get the spot on the first down. Maybe they take it into the end zone and they score again. I mean, the the, the Packers beat themselves. They were a team that was getting hot and peaking at the right time. And through the things that we've known all season long, at the worst possible time, they reared their ugly heads. You got a secondary that can't catch. You got a kicker that can't kick. You've got uh, uh, a defense that at times just, for whatever reason, tackling becomes something completely foreign to them. And then you've got a, a, a play caller that insists on allowing Aaron Jones to go from 20 to 20 and then pulling him out. And then in your biggest moment, you take the ball out of your hands of your best weapon, which had been Aaron Jones, and goes to shot. I, I effing hate shotgun. It takes away the play-action capability. And that was something that was working all day long, and you get away from it. I don't understand it. I, 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 watched the def- I went back and watched the game. I watched the defense. They weren't doing anything really different. And you, you, you blew it. You blew it. 877-867-1670. Uh, that's the phone line. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us on X, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, uh, you can find Grant Bills at Wisco Grant, at Wisco Grant over on Instagram. You can find The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram. You can find the same thing. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. It's simply YouTube.com uh, smash on the subscribe button. We would love it if you would and appreciate it. And uh, smash that button to simply YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. Then you can find us the same thing over on Twitch TV, on Kick TV, LinkedIn TV. It's just simply Bill Michaels. And you can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Website, simply thebillmichaels.com, thebillmichaels.com. Uh, the Zone Madison, The Zone, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison is our app. You can download the app, and then you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever your favorite podcasts are. Grant, how you doing this weekend? Not a bad weekend. Bummer that they lost on Saturday night, because I, I thought if they were going to lose, it would just be very clear that the Niners were better and Packers were young, but they I mean, they had them, Bill. They had them. They had yep. a couple of opportunities to go up two scores in the fourth quarter on offense, and they yeah. just... 
just couldn't do it. So it was a bummer, yep. but I, I said on Friday I wasn't gonna let it ruin my weekend. I'm not gonna let it ruin the next month of my life, like every playoff loss has, and I'm I'm gonna right. try to stick to that, but definitely a little more bummed than I thought I'd be. I am bummed because they were the better team. They they played yeah. better, they did so many things better, but it was the little things that we had talked about. I we talked about it numerous times where this this secondary Oh, it was right in their hands. Oh, they should have had this. Oh, they should, and they just they can't catch. Their their secondary can't catch. I mean, the, you know, you watch the interception from Jair and Savage uh, in the game against Dallas, and those are anomalies because they just can't catch. If if I'm in the off season, if I'm kind of like today is the day that they're cleaning out the lockers, and you're going to call everybody in, and you're going to give them certain things to do, and you're going to say. You know, go work on your stamina, go work on your body, go work on this, go work on that, your hamstrings, whatever. Uh, but if I'm anybody in that secondary or I'm writing up reviews, I say, go buy yourself a jugs machine, find yourself 100 footballs, and I want you to catch 100 footballs a day. And then when you get to where you can catch it with two hands, I want you to begin catching it with one hand and start tipping them in the air and then catching them. I want you to be a machine by the time you come back. I want them to put the ball in the jugs machine and have your back turned and then say, go, and you turn around and catch the ball, wherever it is. Uh, you can't catch. You cannot catch. I mean, the one to, the one to Savage, it, it couldn't have been – it was like you have two hands. God gave you two hands. I mean, it was right there. And you got anxious. You looked downfield. You didn't concentrate, all the other things that we say. Um yeah, it was it was it was not good. Uh, no, I'm not going to blame it on the rain. They wear sticky gloves for all of that stuff, so I'm not I'm not going there. Uh, it's it's making excuses for ineptitude, you know. Dre Greenlaw didn't have a problem catching a pass, and he had to die for it. So I don't want to hear it. Stop it. Stop it. If anything, the rain helped us. Like we we talked yeah. about Brock Purdy's small hands on Friday. It, it Bill, he was wiping his hand off mid play at one point. In, yep. Was that in the second quarter? Like the rain, I think, was very yep. helpful to the Packers. Yep. No, I completely agree. So it was, uh, it was, uh, it was disappointing. It was because, like I said, if they got beat, that's one thing. And you say, oh, you know, you had a hell of a season. You were right there on the cusp. But you know, the better team just they smoked you. But the Packers were the better team. That was that was a and, and as much as I'm pounding on Matt Lafleur, it's terrific game plan. I mean, they were moving the football. They were running the football. Even the motion was good. They utilized so many things good, and then all of a sudden, he just threw the playbook out the window. Shotgun, shotgun. He was in panic mode. Your coach can't panic. Your coach cannot panic, and he's panicked. He panicked. We have talked about Matt LaFleur and the poor play calling when they face adversity every effing year. Every time. Regular season, eh, you know. You weren't expected to do a whole lot. Your pressure's off. But when the chips are down, we saw it against Tom Brady. Aaron Jones goes down. He fumbles away the football. They got conservative. Saw when Mercedes fumbled the football. A.J. Dillon went down. They got conservative. Offense didn't do anything. After, after the pick, after the attempted pick, they got conservative. After San Francisco scored right away, and it, all of a sudden you realize your defense couldn't stop them, suddenly you're in shotgun continuously, and you're giving away the series. I, I just I didn't understand it. Didn't understand it. So Joe Barry's gone. He will be. I mean, people are asking me, but if you don't get rid of Joe Barry, that's that's an easy one. Uh, even if you keep the kicker as a six-round draft choice, that's fine. And he goes away to some kicking camp or whatever it is. You know, maybe 
Maybe they turn an island or something into a kicker's island and they have to kick their way off the island or something. I don't know. But next year I want to see three, four, five kickers in camp and may the best kicker win. That would and be... a kicker with truly a big leg. By the by the way, Bill, that's a great yeah. reality television idea. Send Tyler Bass and Anders, all these kickers that miss kicks in the uh-huh. postseason, send them to an island, yep. air it weekly on NFL Network this offseason. That's a good idea, yep. man. Tell yep. somebody about Kick that. your way off the island. Kick your way off the island. So, absolutely. Absolutely. 877-867-1670. I will say, uh, to the positive side, they went farther than anybody expected. They, they got better than anybody expected. Uh, Jordan Love aged extremely well throughout the season, although the same mistake reared its ugly head as we saw in Atlanta, and we saw a couple of times where you're just throwing it up to throw it up at the end of a game, and no reason to. And again, you walk away with an interception and your head down, and it's like you better learn from those mistakes because you can't do that. You can't be doing that, especially with with only it's first down with two, two with still with two timeouts left. Yeah, that that's you cannot do that. So, all of that stuff. Pac fan says, "I'll bet you hundred bucks Joe Barry's back next year." And if that's the case, then I have I will crucify this team. Every time the same thing happens, I will I will be beyond crucifying this team. If you're going to go and do the same thing and expect a different result, then you deserve exactly what you get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. Line up the phone calls. Let's do it. Line up the phone calls. Want to get your reaction. Look, the season as a whole, I would call it a success. But the way it ended was a failure. There's no doubt about it. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. We'd love to hear from you. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they bring you this portion of the program. And it got home yesterday after a weekend up in the Northwoods. I know it got a little bit warmer, but the house was sitting right at 70 degrees. It was picture perfect. Nobody getting into this house at all. And I just enjoyed uh, when I got home last night. No breeze, no chill, no nothing. And uh, I, I know it's safe and secure. I've been talking about it for a long time. And right now, from now through the end of the month, you only got what, like, uh, what is it, nine days, I think, uh, nine, ten days right now through the end of the month. Got to make that appointment. The free in-home consultation, it's coming at you uh, to the end of the month is. And if you do it right now, 0% for 36 months. 0% for 36 months. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A. PellaWI.com, or call them, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Do what I did, and you won't regret it. You will not regret it. I love my Pella windows and doors. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This portion of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by Pottawatomie Hotel, Casino, everything under one roof. Streeties, Rockin' Brews, Dream Dance, Steakhouse, Ryu, which is kind of the Asian fusion cuisine. You've got the 360 bar, you've got slots, you've got gaming, you've got table games, you've got the sports book. It's all under one roof in uh, the hotel. You can even stay there. That's Pottawatomie Hotel, Casino, right there in Milwaukee. 
on Canal Street, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Again, PaysBig.com. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to a Matt listening to us in Appleton. Matt, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, man? I'm doing great today. Doing great. Good, good to hear. So I just, I'd, I'd like to kind of tap on your, your uh, shoulder here and ask a couple of questions. I, I understand kind of the ups and downs and the cornucopia of all things that are positive and negative with, with the Packers this year. We understood that coming into the year, it was going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, and as, as a fan base, we've gone down this roller coaster of, of you're supposed to beat these teams. You're not supposed to beat these teams, but ultimately as, as a fan base, we're super excited and super happy that we've got to this point. Um, my question is, if we navigate kind of the coaching aspect, because these are all young dudes, except for, you know, probably a handful of guys out there. How do we evaluate our, our structure and our, our coaches when it feels like in the moment of high stress decision making that we've, we've not necessarily failed, but haven't performed to the highest level of the, the, the elite teams? That's a good question. Um, I don't, I, boy, I, I start with coaching first because the coaches have been there and done that. So I, boy, that's a, I, I guess at some point you got to ask yourself, you know, now you've got a young team that overachieved. So you'd have to say, did, did Matt LaFleur do a good job, bad job, average job, whatever. I, I think Matt LaFleur did a really good job this year in keeping things together. And I've given him credit for that. Uh, what we have seen now in the postseason is kind of the same mistakes. It's kind of like what they were talking about this morning regarding McDermott. McDermott coached his ass off this year. He had a lot of lot of injuries, things that they had to overcome. They went on the uh, on the run at the uh, you know the end of the season, the stretch they needed to get in. Then they ultimately won the division. So you give them a ton of credit, but then you see a lot of the same mistakes when you get to the postseason. So you ask yourself, is there anybody out there better that can get you over that hump? And that's where you have to ask yourself, do you need to make a coaching change? Right now with Matt LaFleur, I'd say no. But next year is going to come, and next year we're going to see how this team progresses if they get better. And if you see the same mistakes and the same coaching failures uh, and choking in big moments, because you, you can't have a moment. You can't have a bad moment against good teams in the postseason because a moment and a play can cost you. So you have to be on your game. And if you continually make the same mistakes – where you have these conservative moments or take your foot off the gas or these play-calling you know, gaffes or you're pulling your best player, your hottest player off the field at inopportune times and not putting the ball in their hand, well, then you need to go. So next year will be a very telling year for Matt LaFleur. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. And, and, and that was kind of where I was last night watching – I'm sorry, two days ago watching the game. It, it, it felt like – we, we stepped off the gas or, or the, the, the foot on the throat, if you will, and maybe not be appropriate. But, I mean, from a sports analytical standpoint, you had an opportunity to, to again, it, as we were playing Dallas, bury them, put them in a place where they felt demoralized. And, and I felt like we got a little tentative. We got a little scared. Maybe not scared, but in a place where we didn't want to – make mistakes. You're, you're playing to win or you're playing not to make mistakes. And that, that's where I feel sometimes our, our staff gets confused. And, and right. that's, that's what kind of put me in a bad place. I thought, oh, shoot, here we are. And, and, and you start wavering down that path. We're like, oh, here we go again. 
And right. that, that's what gave me some pause. No, I, I 100% agree. I appreciate the phone call. I mean, it, it's, it's a legitimate thought to say, did the, and again, if Darnell Savage makes the catch, if Keyshawn Nixon makes the catch, if the, the officials spot the ball three inches further, if, if they catch the face mask that happened against Aaron Jones, I mean, you can go through all of those scenarios, then, it, then it's a completely different discussion this morning. But when you can say, I can lump a coaching mistake in with all of this, you got to look at that too. It's not picking on a coach. It's not picking on a kicker. It's not picking on a defensive back. It's not. It's all of that because all of those minuscule failures, had any one of those gone right, you win the game. You win the game. Your chances of winning the game go up exponentially. You win the game. Oh, we got Dwayne and Travis and everybody. Hang in there because I promise I'm going to get to you. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and come right back. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Kind of a manic Monday, not a green and gold Monday, but it is. Packers, uh, they fall to the San Francisco 49ers. Season comes to an end. A stockpile of issues. You know, the uh, the missed fourth and inches, a bad spot. Uh, you know, the 49ers, obviously offsides, the intentional grounding. Uh, that should have been called. That wasn't right before the Kittle touchdown. They have the, I mentioned the uh, the face mask on Aaron Jones. Um, missed tackles. Uh, Savage missing the tackle on uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the dropped interception by both, uh, you know, Savage and, uh, and Keyshawn Nixon. You know, Juwan Jennings getting the big first down and Brandon Ayuk's first down and watching the defense kind of collapse again, a kicker that we all knew sucked, and yet, you know, you run him out there. Just like the year that you knew the special teams sucked, they couldn't block, you knew it was coming, they kept having guys leak through the line, and sure enough, San Francisco blocks blocks a punt, uh, falls on it in the end zone, gets a touchdown out of it, and then San Francisco, after the fact, their coaching staff says, yeah, we, we saw the weakness, we knew what it was, so we exploited it. So, you know, it just... You know, it, it's stuff like that that drives you crazy because I've always said, and, and I will stand by this, uh, I spent a lot of years working uh, in radio and living and growing up in Cincinnati, and Cincinnati fans are great. I mean, they really are. But they're kind of – they didn't live and die with Cincinnati Bengal football. They were living and dying with Cincinnati Reds baseball. And then when the Reds started to suck and Cincinnati got better and then they brought in Joe Burrow, uh, Marvin Lewis took them as, as far as he could go. But it, we all knew that that franchise was never going to win a Super Bowl with Mike Brown as the sole owner and the sole you know, general manager and such of that team. And I said that the day I left. I said as long as he uh, has his hands in it, they're not going to win anything. He, he's, he keeps doing the same thing over and over again and thinking it's going to be different. And, uh, and then I get here, and the level of knowledge and the discussion and the understanding and the history of the game is, is 
really, I mean, it's, it's just on a different level. And so you and I talked about certain things all season long. And as a fan, you, in your heart, you're like, oh, this is great. You know, and you kind of just slowly find yourself, you kind of talk yourself into some of the positives and you push some of the negatives aside because you're like, hey, you know what, they can overcome that. And then ultimately it rears its ugly head and you go, nope, we, we knew it all season long. And then finally we saw it. Why didn't everybody else see it? You know what I mean? Uh, let's get back uh, to the phone calls. Let's go to Dwayne listening to us in Oshkosh. Dwayne, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Uh, Bill. <laughs> okay, I got right? a checklist, and I got a checklist, and I'll try to do them in points in my head. We talked about Rashawn Gary not going inside, and what happens in the keyest play of the game? Preston Smith goes inside. Brock Purdy goes around the end and becomes. Josh Allen goes down to what the three yard line. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. This is a veteran. This is not a young kid. This is a veteran. You know your job. You you don't go inside. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah. Um, you're gonna cry, Bill. You said you watched the film. I watched it last night too. Tucker Crap is so wide open on that play that Jordan threw into that two-man coverage, which became a three-man coverage because the linebacker that intercepted the ball left Tucker Craft. Yeah. The headline would have been, idiot linebacker for 49ers gives a winning <laughs> touchdown to Packer tight end. Yeah. Because he left them. He was wide open. Why right. Jordan made that throw, no idea. No idea. Terrible throw, terrible decision. I 100% agree. It, it, was, it was just, it was like that reverting back Kind of a thing. Uh, running back, I agree with you 100%. I think it's Braylon Allen. I think he's a combination of Dylan and Jones, and you've got your you – know, I don't think Dylan's coming back. So I think Braylon Allen would be my choice. And that's not because he played at Wisconsin. That's because he's a really good football player. Yeah. Uh, I, if they if they sure. took him to be the two and a one two punch with uh, with Aaron Jones, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, because, because you saw what had they had with goes, Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs over in Detroit. Yeah, and and the, and the thing is, he's a combination. He can hit the line on the short runs. He can give you bursts. He can spell Aaron because Aaron had that great run, and then all of a sudden, okay, you you sit a play because you had the great run, and then he's still not back in. He's still not back. In. I'm like. Where's Aaron Jones? Yeah. Um, now, I'm getting, now I'm getting hyper. Uh, right. You and I 100% agree. I hate the shotgun. This is why I told you in many conversations, Lynn Dickey hated the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, same reason. You don't have the deception of a play-action pass. And finally, um, I think the best way to describe what Matt LeFleur is like when he plays San Francisco it's like George C. Scott in Patton when he beats Rummel in that in that first battle for the older people that remember the movie, and he looks and he goes, Rummel, you magnificent SOB, I read right. your book. And I think Matt LaFleur thinks that you can't do anything against them because we coached together, we did this, we did that. And he went completely off script from everything he had done to get us there to that point. The short passing game was gone. Let's just throw it deep. Let's just hope again. But all in all, what a year. Um, safety, 
running back, first two picks in the draft. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. Appreciate the phone call. A- incredible year. It doesn't take away from the season they had, the fun we had, down the stretch, winning games, all of it. Okay? It, it's, 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 it was a hell of a ride. It's just the pain of it is because your own mistakes cost you the opportunity to, get, to advance. I mean, the Packers should be playing this weekend uh, in Detroit, which would make for an unbelievable story. And I would assume that uh, ticket prices would have been sky high in, in should be. And instead, uh, you're going to be sitting at home and watching it and going, what it could have, should have. And that's it. That's it. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Travis. Travis, welcome to the program, man. What's going on today? Hey, Bill. How you doing? Good. I'm good for, you know, for what the weekend was, but I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I just want to get your thoughts on why are they not letting Jordan Love run? You know, he had twenty yards open field. I don't I don't I just don't get it. Right. I I, in, in I don't know. Place, why didn't I, Aaron Rodgers why didn't Aaron Rodgers run it into the end zone against Tampa Bay? I don't know. They just yeah, see something different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's all I wanted. Uh have a good day, Bill. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, You know, now, let me say this. uh, And I've touched on this. I don't want to be all negative because the season was was a hell of a season. Uh, I said at the beginning of the season, maybe eight wins, you know, give or take. And they ended up with nine. They found their way into the postseason. They won when it mattered. They they beat the Cowboys, and I, myself and everybody else thought they would lose to the Cowboys. They did something that nobody thought they would do, and they played a terrific game. What they did in, against San Francisco was play a game that we had seen before with similar mishaps. And what they learned and what you should take away from this postseason experience, being this, quote, youngest team in the NFL, is which I, I still, you know, it's at the skill positions and the quarterback position. It's not necessarily defensively speaking uh, with everything else because you still have veterans back there. But what you should learn is that every play matters. Every job matters. And if you screw up just once, you can look back on it and go, woulda, coulda, shoulda. But that's, that's the reason. It, because that's what good teams do. They take advantage of your mishap. They take advantage of the second chance. And that's, that's, that's what San Francisco did. And they outplayed the 49ers for a little over three quarters and lost that game. Because when Brock Purdy needed it, he stepped up. And he, he for all that had doubts about Brock Purdy, he had some throws, man. He had some throws. He made some plays. Give him credit. Christian McCaffrey made plays. That throw to Kittle was amazing. Kittle made plays. All the things that we talked about coming into this game. So had you taken advantage of some of your own opportunities that you created because of play, because of being in the right place at the right time, and you did things correctly, uh, you'd probably win the game. And and that's where we stand kind of um, painfully speaking today is because you had the opportunity and you let it slip through your finger. Uh, let's do this. When we come back, we'll uh, go right back to the phone calls. We'll go up to Rice Lake and talk to Mitch and a cast of thousands that are on hold. Stay right where you're at. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
January 22nd. Good day to you. I wish uh, we were discussing the Green Bay Packers advancing on a Green and Gold Monday, but our final Green and Gold Monday uh, of the 2023-2024 season, unfortunately. Unfortunately, as the uh, the Packers season comes to an end. Uh, we'll hear from Matt LaFleur. Uh, obviously, we are going to hear the end-of-season presser, and then you wait. You wait and see what changes are going to be made. Obviously, there's going to be some cap money that's going to uh, come off the books. Uh, the Packers are going to have quite a bit going into the uh, the next uh, this offseason to be able to go out and find some pieces to fill some of the holes that they have. Uh, you can squarely assess a lot of uh, a lot of positions on the field in a maybe more legitimate way when you look at, you know, the injuries, the players, the depth. Uh, I think that Brian Gutekinds has had a couple of back-to-back years of really solid drafts. I, I absolutely positively hate the sixth-round draft choice of picking a kicker. I, I have never been a big fan of getting a kicker, but they did. Um there's so many things you can look at. You can say secondary. You can talk about linebackers. You can talk about defensive trenches. Uh, you can get into special teams and depth and, you know, how Rich Bisaccia did. Uh, now we know why Bisaccia didn't want to talk about the kicking game, uh, I, probably because he saw it. He did everything he could to shield, you know, Anders Carlson away from it, and it still didn't work. It just – it's 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 tough. It's kind of a tough pill to swallow, for lack of a better term. Let's go to Mitch listening to us in Rice Lake. Uh, Mitch, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good. How are you? Doing okay. What's happening? Uh, well, obviously disappointment from the game, um, but we need to look into the future of this team. There's building blocks on this team that are more exciting now, or as, about as exciting now as we've had since the early years of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. There is so much to build on for this team. Yes, we lost. Yes, our kicker probably needs to be replaced. Don't really know why they want the rookie to begin with, uh, but then again, Mason Crosby was done anyway. So, I don't know. Um, I, I just, I'm excited for the future of this team. I'm excited for the cap space we're going to have, the draft capital that we have, a GM that I think is going to be aggressive in getting – uh, the pieces we need, probably going to get a new D coordinator. I'm just going to throw Al Harris out there just for my own personal belief. But there's so much to look forward to with his team. Uh, but disappointment over the weekend, disappointment in the game. Yes, it slipped away from us. Um, I think we're just as good at San Francisco, if not better. And yeah. I think with the right moves in the offseason, we'll probably be better than they are moving forward. Um, so I, I want to – I'm, I'm – I like to focus on the positive and on the future um, when I'm looking at this team now because there's so much to build around. Yeah, I know. I would agree. I appreciate the phone call. I would agree there's a lot to build around. Uh, that I'm not denying. I think the offensive line solidified itself as the season went on. Uh, I do believe you got to bring Aaron Jones and keep Aaron Jones. He's got another year on his contract. Hell, I might even extend him out a little bit. Uh, you need to find another guy. Um, A.J. Dillon is a good complimentary piece but it's it's not great and everybody else behind that is average at best uh i would not be adverse to finding another wide out christian watson uh has proven that he is uh, the word fragile has been stamped upon his forehead and he wears it like a scarlet letter now and rightfully so until he can prove that he can play an entire season he's he just count on him being out like the sun coming up he's going to be out um 
You've got good pieces, two good tight ends. You've got solid Romeo Dobbs, solid Jaden Reed. You know, obviously Bo Melton, Dontavian Wicks came on, but I'm going to add to that stable. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue to try to strive to get, strive to get better. Uh, I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, I'm going to go for secondary help. Um, Jair had a bad season. Jair had flat out had a bad season. Rashawn Gary uh, coming off of the injury. I don't know. I expected him to be as good as what he's done in the past. He dropped off. His play dropped off. Um, Devondre Campbell had an injury plague season. I, I think you need to continue to add at the linebacking uh, position. I think you continue to add in the defensive trenches. I think you continue to add p- safety. I I would be searching high and low for a safety. Now, what that means when it comes to, you know, draft versus free agency, you know, you've got the ability to plug some holes. You really do. And I think you're you're going to spend that money. So, uh, when it comes to defensive coordinators, I have talked about Johnny Holland of the 49ers. Um, there's Zach Orr, who I think is he's a linebackers coach for uh, Baltimore. I think he's pretty solid. I really do. I like his mind. There's still a guy like Ron Rivera is out there who said if he can't get a head coaching job, he wants to go back to being a defensive coordinator. There's Mike Vrabel, Al Harris from the Cowboys, who people have talked about. Jim Leonard is on. So there's five or six names out there right away that you and I can come up with, and we can go, okay, any one of these guys or all of them interview, you've got at least a bevy of talented people that you can draw from, if anything, just for something different, just for something different to go in that direction. So there's a lot of things to think about. And then, look, I, you know, I admit that Basachi coming in and the kind of the no-nonsense approach, and I've always respected that and liked that. Uh, but you have to ask yourself, how good were special teams this year? You know, your return game was nowhere near what it was. Your kicking game certainly wasn't anywhere near what it was. Um, I, I can't honestly sit here and say Daniel Whelan wasn't bad. But I can't sit here and say, oh, my God, this special teams group, boy, it's a great group and great coaching and great. I can't. I can't do that. You know, if I'm Rich Bisacci, I'm looking over my shoulder. So I, I, there, there's a lot of, of stuff to be desired that still need to be upgraded for this team to say go into next season and really compete for the division and really compete for the NFC. Let's go to Justice listening to us. Let, well, let's do this. We'll get back to it after the top of the hour. we got Eric Branchek coming up in the next hour as well. Uh, we're going to talk with Mike Clemens also. Uh, he's going to be joining us because Mike uh, is coming back from San Fran. Uh, but we're at the top of the hour, so I don't want to get into a phone call now and then have to cut it short, uh, you know, in just a couple of minutes or a minute or so. So uh, I want to get back into uh, the phone calls when we come back. we got all of that coming up. This portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our friends at The Nice Ash in downtown Waukesha, Wisconsin, 323 West Main Street, Waukesha, to be exact. TheNiceAsh.com. Monday nights, they have the poker uh, downstairs. Fine bourbons, whiskeys, the Whiskey Club and Bourbon Club you can get into. Huge walk in humidor. Live entertainment down there on Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays as well. All different types of flavors for hookahs uh, on top of that. So a tremendous, tremendous place. That's theniceash.com. That's theniceash.com. One hour down, three hours yet to go. Don't go anywhere. More of the Bill Michael Show is coming up right after this. 